They are two of a kind. As far as I'm concerned, they both belong in the same category of people. The first person in this duo, this less than stellar duo, is none other than Pontius Pilate. Heard about him in the Gospel reading today from Luke 13. There Jesus talks about a horrid event that had recently taken place. Apparently, Pilate had some Galileans murdered, and then he mixed their blood with the blood of the animals they were offering in sacrifice. Now, as grotesque as that might sound, it was rather typical of Pilate's behavior as procurator. Josephus, who was a Jewish historian of the time, tells us that Pilate had some Samaritans murdered on Mount Gerizim when they were engaged in a religious service. On another occasion, he killed a number of Jews who voiced their disapproval when he stole money from the temple treasury to build an aqueduct in Jerusalem. Although the Gospel writers really softened their portrayal of Pontius Pilate on Good Friday, it's clear from the historical evidence this was a man consumed with power. He greatly enjoyed flaunting his authority in the face of others. He did that with Jesus in the Passion, did he not? When he said to him, Don't you know that I have the power to release you and I have the power to crucify you? It's also clear from Scripture that Pilate was a skeptic. And Jesus said to him, For this I was born and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth hears my voice. The procurator immediately responded, Truth? What is that? Pilate was also a moral weakling. For lack of a better term, he was a spineless wimp. He knew that Jesus was innocent, but he didn't have the guts to quit him and let him go. So he ended up becoming the poster boy for all those men and women throughout history who have said, I am personally opposed. In the Gospel of Matthew, we read, Pilate called for water and washed his hands in front of the crowd, declaring, I am innocent of the blood of this just man. The responsibility is yours. Let me now modify that line ever so slightly. Pilate called for water and washed his hands in front of the crowd, declaring, I am personally opposed to the death of Jesus of Nazareth. But he will be crucified anyway. I said at the beginning that they're two of a kind. So who's number two? Who's the second half of this duo, this dastardly duo? Well, that really should be pretty easy to figure out. It's the man who has dominated the news in recent weeks whose name has come to be associated with aggression, evil, death, and destruction. Mr. Vladimir Putin. Turns out that he and Pontius Pilate have a lot in common. Both have approved of the killing of innocent people. Both have been consumed with power. Both have enjoyed flaunting their authority. And both have denied responsibility for the evil they've done. Pilate washed his hands to symbolize the fact that he believed he was in no way responsible for the death of Jesus. Putin has blamed everyone, has he not? NATO, the United States, 
even the people of Ukraine themselves, for the atrocities that are occurring, are occurring there under his watch, under his direction, and with his approval. Let me tell you, my brothers and sisters, anybody who says it's okay to bomb a children's hospital should not be in a place of leadership in the free world. Shouldn't be in a position of leadership anywhere, at any time. Neither, of course, should the civil leaders who support the quote-unquote bombing of children who are still in the womb. That also needs to be noted in the context of this homily. Actually, the only difference between these civil leaders and Vladimir Putin is that he supports the killing of children out in the open, where everyone can see what's happening. Pro-choice politicians in our country and in other countries who support abortion and who work very hard to keep it legal, they prefer that the dirty deeds they condone stay hidden behind the walls of a Planned Parenthood clinic or some similar place where nobody can see what's really going on. Got to give Putin credit, at least he's a bit more open and honest regarding the evil he supports. So I guess you could say there are actually three of a kind, not two of a kind. There's Pilate, there's Putin, and then there's your local or national pro-choice politician. Now, I don't play poker like Father Nature does. <laughs> but I know enough about poker to know that three of a kind is always better than two of a kind. However, in this case, that law doesn't apply. When it comes to those who support the destruction of innocent human life, three of a kind is a lot worse than two of a kind. Always. Let me close my homily this morning on a more positive note. We're not exactly sure what happened to Pontius Pilate toward the end of his life. There isn't a lot of reliable historical information out there about his later years. But there are some ancient sources which say that he eventually, believe it or not, became a Christian. I hope and I sincerely pray that those sources are correct. Bottom line is this, we don't know if it actually did happen. We don't know for a fact that Pilate eventually had a conversion and became a disciple of Jesus Christ and a member of the Church. But that should not be where our focus is today. Our focus today should be on the fact that it could have happened. Our focus today should be on the fact that nobody, not even Pontius Pilate, not even Vladimir Putin, not even your typical pro-choice politician, is beyond the merciful touch of Jesus Christ. Almighty God will forgive them for everything, as he will forgive all of us. But only if they and we repent. Jesus makes that crystal clear in this gospel. After speaking about the Galileans that Pilate had murdered, Jesus says, but I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. He's talking there, obviously, about spiritual death, not physical death. But if it's true that a lack of repentance leads to the eternal death of the soul, then the opposite also has to be true, which means that repentance, genuine, deep, heartfelt repentance, is the clear and the certain path we need to follow 
to attain eternal life. It's my prayer this morning that Pontius Pilate found that path 2,000 years ago and that he stayed on it for the rest of his earthly life. I pray that Vladimir Putin and every pro-choice politician and each and every one of us will do the very same thing.